This is it. This is we we started. This is episode three hundred two of No Laugh Track Podcast. My name is Justin Severson, the host. Circle of Heat. We still play their music there at the beginning, and uh, back with me this week uh, for the one million and second time. Yeah, is Andy Kindler. Wow, I like that introduction, and I am a man who needs no introduction. Because the introductions I have are weak. <laughs> now my voice is something's wrong with my voice. I just listened. <clears throat> I was just listening to the, your most recent episode of your podcast, Thought Spiral, and you had a little raspy voice on there. I did. So I hope it's going away, or this could be it. It could be curtains for me. What? What? How concerned should I be that this is? Well, I smoke four packs of Palmol non-filters. Is that the way you pronounce it? I smoke. I switched to. Not, uh, hold on, not in Minnesota. <laughs> It's Pal Mal. Pal Mal. Pal Mal in Minnesota. I smoke five, uh, I smoke a carton of Camel non-filters a day. Nice. And I'm beginning to question it. No, I don't know what's wrong with me. Only because of the <clears throat> price, I'm guessing, right? I'm sorry for clearing my throat through the phone. Uh, th- this isn't the phone, right? If it hello? Is f- hello? 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 Uh, is that a dial tone? But I'm glad you brought up my podcast because yes. I, I, I want to plug my podcast. Folks, if you're listening to this now, uh, just pause it for a second and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you'd like to get your podcasts to Thought Spiral starring Andy Kindler, starring J. Elvis Weinstein. What's the show about? It's about two Jews getting into it. Uh, what, what? Yeah, two Jews. It's not all Jew, though, but we are two Jews, and we talk about our week and our problems, and uh, we try not to talk about Trump because it's annoying. We're not trying to alienate anybody. No. We don't want Trump supporters listening to our show. <laughs> I don't want Trump supporters coming into the club this week, and I don't want Trump support. And if that's wrong, I don't want to be right. Can I get? I'm gonna. I'm gonna start this off with a. Uh, I'm gonna knock you over with a compliment here, Andy. You ready? I'm ready. I. Love Thought Spiral. I can't believe it. I have listened to, I'm not going to lie to you, lie to your face and say I've listened to every one. I haven't listened to every one. Right. Two thirds? Probably, probably have listened to two thirds. One day, uh, when Josh came back from uh, a week at Acme and did a new show with you and then mentioned being on this show, I almost fell off a ladder I was working on. I was so happy. <laughs> that was super cool. Then paused it, called all my coworkers over and said, listen to this. Uh, the simplicity of that podcast and how funny it is, it's it's so when I compare it to some of the other shows I listen to just some other things that people you know enjoy that uh, entertain them that have so much production and so much work right. behind them yours isn't and no. it's not a, and it works that way and in fact uh we were voted best new podcast that doesn't have guests by <laughs> that part yeah. by podcast magazine no the thing is we didn't know when we started it uh, Josh was gonna, you know, he, he had different ideas for it, but we knew, we knew we weren't gonna have guests when we first started yep. it, and then we just made the decision that uh, if we adding guests is a whole other thing, and then then people are gonna want to rely on uh, who the guests are, and I can't get George Clooney every week. So uh, he's a hot get right now. He is a, a hot, hot get. get. Yeah, but you know, I go to Josh's house. It's three blocks from my house. We go there, you know, Monday every Monday night, and we get into it. And it feels weird sometimes because I'm not used to it. I'm not used to having to listen to anybody. You what? know, have oh. you ever have you ever caught me listening to you during the podcast? No. <laughs> I'm trying to set I've my tried. trying to set myself up for bits. I've tried. So it's really, in a lot of ways, uh, it's kind of hard. It, it, it's hard in a way, but I love how hard it is because you can't. It do, it's not like stand up. Uh, although I try to be funny whenever I can, but it's a conversation, and uh, we've been having trouble. Figuring out how to describe it. So, if you have any, uh... Uh, I noticed because I also listened to you guys on WTF. Oh yeah, Marin. Yes, and Mark Marin. What? Is, what are you? What is this guy? Come on now, tell me what it is. <laughs> what did he That's say? That's not a good Mark Marin impression. What did he say? I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> well, but he also said, Josh, 
I like your voice. I'm not. Uh, I don't. Uh, you, you don't. Uh, uh, you don't get me angry. Your voice. You, know, you don't feel. I forgot what he said, but it was very nice. And my voice on the radio is mellifluous. <laughs> if I could define that word, I'd, I'd I stand know by what in it agreement means. with you. It's one of those words I've been using a long time without knowledge, and maybe it means anti-Semitism. I don't know. <laughs> You, maybe you should find out. Absolutely. Uh, how true is it that when I hear you on Thought Spiral, it's you or our Josh, say that uh, that these are basically your conversations, your weekly conversations, that there really aren't any in between? True? Well, true is that? the thing is, is that Josh is like one of my best friends and uh, maybe my best friend. I don't have friends, obviously. <laughs> Not, I don't mean obviously because of Josh, but... Uh, He's my current best friend, although I make a list every week. My Rick Reynolds did that years ago. Um, but uh, what was the question? Do we? What did you say? So do you? Is it, what day is it today? Oh no, no. So yeah, I got it now. I remember now. Uh, I have. By the way, I'm having a lot of problems with my memory. I hope it's not early dementia. If it is, I've had a nice run. <laughs> But uh, no the conversations he, in between. He has not been like we live so close, and he hasn't even been to my uh, apartment yet. It's just ridiculous. People think I'm a hermit, uh, but I'm ma- I am married. I have proof. I have photos, and um, so it really is kind of like a catching up with what's been going on yeah. all week. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I don't want to say I'm impressed that it works because you guys are so talented, but it's so cool that it works. Yeah, I am too. Um, and I'm not even going to. Uh, back you up that, because I'm very shy. You know, I'm not. I'm not a braggart. I'm not a, tr- a Trumpian. But uh, and I don't want to jinx it by saying it's going well. Fair enough. Yeah. And sometimes, some weeks, I'm like completely self-aware of what's happening, and some, that's my big problem in life. Actually, is I'm realizing that uh, this constant. I'm constantly monitoring my own behavior. I, I brought something along that we're going to get into a little bit that that mm-hmm. uh, connects to that. Cool. So, so hold on to that. Hold on to your oh, oh, mental. Hold on. hold on to your mental problems. <laughs> they're, they're not going to go away in the next twenty minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> if um, they do, I'd be very happy. That would be. A, I'd start teaching a class. It'd be a hell of a breakthrough. Twenty minutes of your podcast, boom. My God, especially since it's not intended. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I did what? That's amazing. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's new show. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. It's, uh, I know some people work on it, and it sounds kind of interesting. It sounds like, you know, I, I, don't, I'm not as, I don't know as much about him as, I, as other people do. I remember loving Ali G, and I loved that first movie, which was... Borat? Yeah, I love Borat, but I didn't see any of the movies since then. Okay. And I know there's some controversy, but I don't know why there's controversy. Okay. Do you know why? Uh, well, I, there's people, I don't know. I, I, the things I was reading last week is people are just like, oh, why, we're still doing this? Now we're, you know, these, we're, we're, he's, you know, um, who was the guy? Roy Moore? Like, we are, we've already yeah. moved past Roy Moore. Yeah, but I am glad. I mean, to me, it sounds good that he is... Uh, anything that he can do to stick it to these horrible politicians is good. Yeah, I agree. Um, but having not seen it, I can't make an informed decision. And uh, my lawyers will contact you. <laughs> do you like it? I only saw the, the... I don't have Showtime, so I only saw the one that they posted uh, the first episode. I thought it was really good. Showtime? I didn't know it was on Showtime. Yes, and you mm. do something with Showtime, correct? I am uh, the character of Morris on I Am Dying Up Here, which is a Showtime show about the comedy store in the late 70s and that whole time period. And I had to be naked. Not naked. What? They had. I was getting a rub down during one of the scenes, you know, like a... Like an old timey rub down, and I was very scared about people seeing uh, my breasts. I don't like it. I'm at the age where uh, you know there's no reason to disrobe <laughs> <laughs> for any th- any purpose. No, whatsoever. no, right. I can guarantee. You, I don't know how. Old, I know you're way younger than me, but when you get to be my age, you start to want to add clothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've been wearing a hid. Hijab? Hijab? Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Just for fun. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I do think he's very funny, though. Um, but the other thing is that I always feel uncomfortable 
watching those kind of shows, even and he's the best at it because I just always feel nervous for the people. Uh, I mean, it just seems nerve. It's nerve wracking to me. Even if you don't like uh, the. Oh, if I don't like him, then I don't care. Yeah. So he's not. Uh, if he sandbags uh, Michelle Obama, I won't like that. Right. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I think we can cut on that not happening. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure of that. How many? How many episodes of that? Uh, I'm dying here. Did you do? Or have three. Three. Three episodes, and then they made twelve this year. Okay. Is that a so. thing that's coming back? You know, I don't know if it's coming back. And when I ask people involved with the show, they don't know. So I know I don't know what the viewership is like, but I think it's really hard. It's a it's a hard thing. It's a fascinating thing to get into once you get into it because there's some amazing acting on the show. Uh Brad Garrett's amazing and uh Yeah. Yeah, and and all these guys, Clark Duke, they're really great actors. So it's almost got a uh a feeling to it that transcends the comedy part of it. You know? How far do you and Brad Garrett go back? We go back, well, we were on Everybody Loves Raymond together, but we go back even further than that. Further because, than that. Yes, but not like, I had. Uh, I was a fan of his, and I'd seen, I worked with him once on the road. I saw him at this restaurant, so like a, a restaurant called Mickey Blair's years ago, and uh, so... But then Raymond was a whole different thing. I didn't know I would be working on that. But he is such a sweetheart. I think he's such a great actor. I really do. When he played Jackie Gleason, I just think he has that almost like Jackie Gleason quality of being able to uh, get serious. We, uh, my wife and I saw him. I've mentioned this on this podcast before, but probably not to you. I, my wife and I saw him at his club in Vegas about a year and a half ago. Oh, I almost knocked over the mic. I've been at his club. Have you? you I bombed. There? I bombed over there. <laughs> no, you didn't. I bombed. I bombed over there. Mm-hmm. I have never done well in Vegas. I don't think I'll ever do well in Vegas. Are you, are you talking about not recently? Oh, two years ago. Really? Yeah. I bombed. Bum, 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 bum. It's, uh, I don't like Vegas crowds. I can't stand them. And this isn't like the Andy Kindler, I'm bombing. I just, this is what I say. You, you're, well, you know, my material about bombing is based on bombing. It's not <laughs> like I made it up whole cloth. Right. It's not like I said, people, they're not going to buy it from you, Andy. You kill <laughs> so consistently. Right. But no, uh, I've never had a good show in Vegas generally because people come there to gamble and when they go in to see shows they want to they want a lot of bells and whistles. Now I'm sure they like Brad though. Yeah. So, yeah. How did he, how was it? Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, he he uh he's like the Modern day Rickles, I would say the closest yes. thing I've ever seen, and I've, I've I've seen Don Rickles in person about twenty years ago. Now I've seen Brad Garrett about a year and a half ago. Yeah, it's he tears apart the tears apart the first three rows, yeah, and they I all laugh, and they all eat it up and love it. Yeah, but I you know if you want me to change my story to that I did great there, I'm happy to do it. Man, <laughs> I killed at that club, and I remember there was a song by Train. That I don't like that group train. No, no. Is it, do you know that their big hit? Uh, I drops the Jupiter. I don't. They were just here recently. I worked their concert. They opened for somebody. Now I can't think of who it was. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Well, they would play. I was staying in the other tower. I mean, the the hotel is huge. Yes. And I was staying in the other tower, and I would walk down this hall and just have to hear that train song. And they they were just... And then I turned on the TV, and they were on the Today Show. And, you know, sometimes you say to yourself, I wish that train wouldn't leave the station. You know what I'm saying? Not really, because nobody wants my train jokes. I, I, I can hear, <laughs> I can hear Josh reacting to that. Well, you, just, <laughs> this was an episode of Cloud Spiral, giving you a look, and then you reacting. Yes. <laughs> and some, they're, they're they're one of those groups that that like will uh, do a wedding song or they'll do a, you know, they're trying to make hits. Yeah, I I literally ju- I worked one of their concerts about a month ago, and and half of their uh of their act is doing cover songs. I can't, but I can't think of any. Oh my you know? god. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I was in a group called Train, but it was spelled T-R-A-N-E, and it was a bunch of uh, people worked in the air conditioning field, and uh, it was great. It was sponsored by Train Air Conditioning. Amazing. Yeah. And also, my name for a while was Paul Rude. 
I just, I don't know if you can tell, but I just had an air conditioner installed in my uh, condo. And, uh, you're showing off now, and you're not. Well, not really. I'm not really showing up because, you know, the, it, 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 it's, we had the oldest air conditioner in the, uh, in the condo where we were at. Oh. So it was in 82, 1982. So we knew when we bought the condo that— uh, Things got an 82 in her. Yes. Yeah. And then they—it's unbelievable. Uh, it costs a lot of money. Uh, and it costs more money in L.A. to have it installed. I, every day I open up the, the hall closet where the air handler is, and I just I admire it like a car. You know what I'm saying? Check out my new A.C. unit. Way to go. Because otherwise you're going to cry on the floor uh, if you don't enjoy it. Because I, uh, they always warn you, I've never owned anything, and now I own something. And uh, apparently you've got to fix things. Uh, you know what? That just my I have two daughters. My children are amazed that I went to schools that did not have air conditioning. They can't. Oh. It boggles their mind. My schools didn't have it either. They were terrible. And the schools I went to had these uh, East Coast. They were all, all these old rickety buildings, and they'd have this big long pole that you would uh, pull the window down with. Yes, yes, I've seen those. I've absolutely yeah. seen those. I, uh, you know, I do some uh, painting, some house painting, interior, exterior on the side. It's one of my jobs. I was just painting in a uh, old, 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 really old school in St. Paul where they have the newer half. Yeah. Air conditioning. The older half, which uh, is where I got to work a week or so ago, sweltering heat, no air conditioning. So I was happy to come home and tell my kids that, you know what? They still exist. Well. Not in your suburb, but they still exist. So. Would you say most schools have Akron? I mean, schools I have to believe falling, so, yeah. But they're, you know, the, the, uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, big believer in public schools. And so they keep trying to strip money away from them with the charters and this and that. True. I don't want to get into this. It's too emotional for It's me. too emotional. I, um, do you like painting? I do. So I do. how do you, like when you're painting, do you, like listen to a podcast or is that what you do absolutely and that and then the time goes right absolutely yeah yeah before podcasts i don't think that was a fun job (laughs) i did it before podcasts too uh talk radio which i still mix in oh i see so uh so you get would you say you get like into a zen type thing with it where you uh absolutely that's good yeah absolutely 100 percent that's very good yes no that's one of the greatest parts about it i wish i could be that way about my comedy but you know it's all (laughs) written it's all written for me i don't have anything to do with writing the comedy anymore Oh, uh, how about your uh, address at Just for Laughs? It's next week. Up. It's next now, week. Now, last year, I came here after, after the speech. Yeah, I don't like that. We don't like that, Andy. You need to... I like that you're here before, like normal. Oh, that is interesting, because mm-hmm. I always thought, well, I'd rather come here in August. I don't have to, uh, you know, I can prepare more for the speech. But actually, being here helps me prepare for the speech, because I can work stuff out with the crowds. The crowds, I've had two amazing crowds, and I'm not lying. I wouldn't lie to you. These people, they carried me out of the club onto the street, and uh, there was a parade. I'm making some of that up, but it was, I don't know what's happened. All of a sudden, it's kicking in for me. I knew, I told myself when I started that, if I don't make it by the time I'm 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, <laughs> 75, 80, 80, if I don't make it by the time I'm early 90s tops, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start to make some changes. Do you think any of this is connected to the live thought spiral that occurred here last August? Oh, uh, any of what? Uh, your success this time oh, in town. Oh, I would like to say that. Also, I'd like more people listen to the show. We don't have any ads. No, no ads. No ads here, no ads there. And, and, ha- and let's let people know. I mean, millions of listeners on each podcast were turning down advertisers because we care about the listener, right? Boy, that sounded... Uh, you don't even need a lie detector machine. Do you have... Uh, are you, uh, are, uh, can you be a Patreon of you? No. Uh. Yeah, uh... Y- I mean, hey, the purpose behind this podcast is to get people to come here and see you. Right. So that's, that's how idea. Daddy gets his sugar. Is exactly. that what you're me? Exactly. <laughs> what we're advertising is this club and the acts that work here. But I'm concerned about your deal. <laughs> I'm doing fine. All right, I'm good. Because be here. very happy to be here. Okay, because I uh, I don't want to hear anything. Why do you have an etch a sketch with you? 
That is not an. That's my idea of a joke. That looks like an etch a sketch. My references are getting older, and my jokes are getting weaker, and that's uh, what I, I love. I still drive around with an etch a sketch in the back seat of my car. Right I don't want to burst your bubble. I think etch a sketch was a horrible toy, and I didn't want to admit it when I was a kid. Horrible. Horrible toy. It had those two knobs. You were never good at it, that's why. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. But it seemed very boring to me. And then you shook it and it went back to normal. I would have, if I came up with a good edge sketch, I used to laminate them and put them on my wall. <laughs> I did like the mustache guy with the mustache and the magnets. Yes! <laughs> You know what I'm being? Did you ever rip that open to see? Like I gotta touch what's inside here. No, what's inside there? I don't know. What? It's probably super poisonous. Whatever. Yeah, whatever the magnet picks up, so you can move that make the mustache. Well, anyone under the age of forty has no idea what we're talking. I know because it's like um, I'm getting a hankering for. Well, I used to. Go to, you know, what they used to call uh, penny candy or whatever, but I love Starbursts. Starbursts. Uh, star, and I'm not being paid by Starburst. And I love them. And, I, and every time I go in there to the 7-Eleven or wherever, I get the share size. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm throwing caution to the winds. And then I might not mind a Skittle. A Skittle. And then I notice, oh, gummy bears are good. So the point is, is I never thought... As I got older, I'd want to spend more time eating candy. That was never my dream as a young man. I hope when I'm old, I get to eat more candy. So something's wrong with me. Have you ever watched Greg Barron's videos of reviewing candy? No. They're very good. Of like the classic candies? No, no current ones. Current? Wow. Yeah. He, he goes up in his attic alone with a, you know, with the newfangled Gold Rush Snickers or something like that and does a review of the candy bar. That is something. <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, I am into Starburst, but I also have, uh, I have to get some implants in my mouth. So I'm very worried about the, the one thing I couldn't do was a sour, sour. Uh, 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 they like grab onto your teeth. Yeah, are you familiar with uh, the store Aldi, the grocery store Aldi, no. A-L-D-I? Mm-mm. Is that here? I, I didn't, I, they are here. I don't know if they're nationwide or, I, I guess I don't know. I've never left, no, I've left Minnesota. But uh, I bought some, a, a container of mints at mm. Aldi. It's a, like a discount grocery store. Right. To get a cart, you have to uh, deposit a quarter in a machine. So you basically rent it while you're there. And then right. you get, get your right. quarter back and return it. You have to bring your own bags or you have to pay seven cents for a bag. I bought these mints from uh, Aldi last week with the – I have a picture of it here. So it's, it's funny that this came up here. Excess, this is on the container of mints. Excessive consumption might cause a laxative effect. Sour level might cause irritation to the mouth. Oh, my God. Now, was it because it was with uh, sugar alcohols? Yes. 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 And they're not lying about that. No. Your sugar alcohols will have a laxative effect. Yeah. In fact, that's one of the reasons why I'm not a big fan of the sugar alcohols. Yeah. But you know what? They have them if it's in moderation. And I'm talking about your erythritol. You know what I'm talking about. And it's not bad. Now I'm into stevia. Not that into it, but somewhat into stevia because uh-huh. it's natural. It's and, a leaf, and there's no laxative uh, effect. There's no laxative effect. Uh, it's not as good as sugar. Nothing is as good as sugar. If I could sleep in a vat of sugar, uh, and it was good for you, I would do it because the sugar. I like ice cream. I don't know. It's like I don't want to go out on a limb, but I like ice cream, for example. Listen to this guy. What? I'm crazy. What? I enjoy. Uh, in fact, I'm at, I'm staying at the at a hotel. I don't I don't give out the name of the hotel. I don't want people coming to the room you complaining. Know, one, of the more, one of the more popular chains. We'll just say. Yeah, I don't want people coming to my room to complain about the show. But right next to the hotel is a beautiful market, and uh, they know me over there. I think I have my eight by ten on the wall over there, and I had to. Uh, uh, I got a CPAP. I got my. You know, I have. I have a. I have a, uh, a sl- sleep apnea now. You I know. mean, I guess I've had it for a while. Yeah. And I've heard. Yeah, because you listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Th- 60 times an hour, I would uh, stop breathing. Unbelievable. And so uh, I had to go. Now it's great. I mean, I, sl- I, I sleep less. The first night here, I slept eight hours. Did they show you video of what that looks like when you stop breathing? No. No. That seems like that would be terrifying. Yeah, but you know what, though? My, my wife never saw that. 
she knew I was like flailing around and doing weird things. Yeah. I was doing Mike Verbiglia's act. Get it? <laughs> get, does everyone get that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know where you were. I didn't know where you were. I was looking for you. All right. I don't like this whole thing now. It used to be when I would do a podcast here, but this place was packed with all the people from Acme. It's security. It's long. It takes a okay. long time to get in. Security yeah. gates and whatnot. Now, I, again, I forgot what I was talking about. But, yeah, uh, so the CPAC, oh, I, I said that um, my joke, and I have jokes, so don't kid yourself. I said that originally I, I made a mistake, and I ordered, uh, I ordered something from CPAC. And uh, all that did was it made my breathing racist. <laughs> CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Committee. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Minnesota. This is the kind of things you have to deal with. Hey, Minnesota, I don't like Trump. Deal with it. <laughs> I want to ask you for more. I, uh, I didn't finish the most recent episode of Thought Spiral. You guys were talking about the writing for your state of the... Uh, what am I trying to say? Yeah, I'm working on that state of the industry address state right now. Industry address I've been what I'm trying on, to say. I've been working on it in the, the clubs here, too. Yeah, mm. last year, we uh, it came out... Like, you know, we even talked about some of the things that Josh helped you with, some of his lines. They had the whole, like, top ten list. Oh, they were all his jokes. jokes. Not all. The top... T- I think so. Pretty close. <laughs> top ten jokes from my speech were his. So, I, I, I want the update. It's You're working right now? I'm working, it. and Josh is working, too. Okay. Uh, and he has sent me some amazing jokes. I'm way ahead of where I was last year. Last year, I don't know if I talked about this uh, when I was here, but I, I, uh, the morning of my speech, I had like a full-on nervous breakdown panic attack and uh, I was like telling my wife I, I can't do it I really don't have anything this year I, uh. and she said after the speech she was actually worried that because uh, of how upset I was and so the thing is is that I am getting better as a person through therapy and Prozac I know you're going to get into that later maybe but um, I didn't realize how my mind was all over the map. I mean, I did know it, but I didn't really, really understand it. Yeah. So, um, so this year I'm a lot less scared. See, I thought last year would be amazing because I had been, just gotten into therapy and all that kind of stuff. But took, I mean, it was fun the speech, but it uh, it was painful for me. Okay. So, uh, uh, so we're doing all these different kind of topics, and uh, like right now I'm trying to work on Ellen DeGeneres, like. Uh, I don't have the joke yet, but why shouldn't she be at least interested in the product she's doing a, a, a voiceover for? She does a voiceover for, for like, I, I think everything. Uh-huh. But this one's like Spectrum. She goes, Spectrum, the people putting the thing in the thing. I want that guy's job for today and tomorrow, the future. And lean forward or whatever. Lean, think forwardly. Forwardly thinking. And it's like, I'm not saying that they should pass legislation, but she's she's devoid of any, was that the instruction? Now, Ellen, when you read this copy, we want them to know it's Ellen, but we want you to sound as if things are terrible for you. (laughs) Because she goes, I want that guy's job. Yeah. Are you, you know what I'm referring to, or yes. you don't want? I mean, come on, keep up with the Spectrum commercials. <laughs> so I think seems to be the opposite of what she does on that TV show, or the, her talk show, where she's dancing and loving everything. Right? Mm. I'm worried about her, though. In many ways, is she promoting enough things? Does she sell enough products? Does she have enough money? You know, you got to put, you know, it's like you can't let grass go under. You got to really strike while the iron's hot and you got to make hay when the sun don't shine. I got one. I got somebody you can take down. You don't need my input, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Will Arnett doing every voiceover. Oh, well. I'm I'm, I'm over it. I'm over with him doing every on screen. I don't know the voiceovers he does. Will Ar- every cartoon, every commercial uh, is Will Arnett. I loved uh, Arrested Development. I, yes. I haven't really given attention to the new thing. I liked the original on Fox. I've liked him. Enough. Enough. He Enough. is purposely... There's other people that have 
interesting voices. I I'm angry at him now. Angry because of what you just said. You. Angry at Will Arnett. Good. And I know he listens to this podcast a lot. So Will, if you're listening, pick up the energy. Do something. Come on. Come on. You don't have to just because everybody wants you to use you, you could take a couple of years off. <laughs> How about me? Yeah, honestly, if he took a couple years off, we'd still be getting a uh, you know a steady once a month another one. I'm sure they're all in the book. You know, in the I ladies. have to now listen to what his voice is. I have to. I don't know which ones. This John Ham does Mercedes Benz, and then there's another guy who does Infinity, who sounds like he's doing an impression of John Ham. Okay, and I guess many people now are wondering who cares what I'm talking about. <laughs> they might be. Why am I talking about it? When, who, and how. But I don't care. I don't go by the crowd, obviously. No, I... Well, I'm listening. Yeah. I, I can't hear them right You're now. You're not a crowd. You're one person. This That's is right. the best I've ever done. That's right. I don't hear them right now. Andy, this is what... I brought up a... I have this list here. This is going to... Uh, we're going to see how, how this uh, connects to you right now. This is a list from Forbes. I'm going to give them credit. Ooh. The, the top 10 richest comedian. No, it's not that. It's not it. It's, I would love that. And, and it's, it has nothing to do with money. Oh. <laughs> you got me going with the Forbes. Yeah. Then you went the other way with it. I know. I know. It's a little switcheroo there. This is energy draining everyday habits to avoid. Energy draining. I can't believe you said this. I read that article. You did. In the New York Times. Yeah. The urgency effect. Yeah, so this changed my life. My wife sent this to me. Okay, isn't that amazing? We didn't prepare this, Justin. Oh, we definitely. We've never met before, except for the last <laughs> podcast. I can't believe this article has changed my life. Is that it's, right? Yes, because I have OCD and I have ADHD, and it's uh, I I. The, I was at the point like last year. One of the reasons why I was having that breakdown was I can't, sometimes I can't con- concentrate because I'm doing the wrong things, like Twitter. Like I've been on Twitter a lot, but not uh, way less. Excuse me, way less than I used to be. Yeah. And the, I, I haven't used the boxes, but he has these four boxes in that article. Oh, okay. Where you you put things that he says it's interesting. You will tend to do. Shorter things that have a, a, a earlier deadline, but they aren't important, and you'll wait on things that have a longer deadline yeah. that you really need to do. Yeah. So it, it is fascinating to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. What else you got from there? Uh, yeah. There's no way. I promise. I I challenge any podcast host to call up any article on the internet, and I will tell. I've read it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean you've already you've all, you've already nailed a few of these here. Uh, I'm just going to read a couple of these and then yeah. uh, you can uh, you can take it from there. One of them is you know thing to avoid is taking things personally, right? When you attribute every inter- when you attribute every interaction a person has with you to how they feel about you, it's exhausting, and more often than not, it's not correct. Chances are it's not about you, and you're not helping the situation by taking it personally. Is that is this a different article? Maybe it, it might be a different one, but it's probably really close. Is it from the New York Times? I uh, it's this. Go ahead. I don't remember that part oh, of the article, okay. but well, that's exactly. Okay. I take everything personally. See, I'm learning in therapy that um, I kind of hated myself in many ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a I'm a pure delight. Don't get me wrong, but I realized, like, when I was trying to be a musician and trying to make a living in music, I had this uh, insight through therapy about. Why uh, I struggled with it, and I struggled with it because I wanted to get validation from the outside, mm-hmm. and you can't write songs that way. Or you, and and I was very sensitive about my voice. People would make fun of my voice, and so when I got into comedy, I trusted. Com- you know, comedy was more natural to me. It was what I was doing in my family my whole life. So, uh, so the fact that it, that came easier and then the, but but the idea of not liking yourself hating yourself what it does is it means that you get the def- in like in my marriage i would get defensive because my wife would say something to me and i would think she was saying something worse when she's not but she's just saying one thing i take it to the nth degree so i'm finding now that i can even take criticism way better i don't take it personally I mean, a lot of times I do. I'm probably lying, but still, <laughs> it's a very important skill to learn. 
I agree. I, I, I know in, in my life, I have some certain things where my wife is just like, I can't bring these things up to you. Because the minute I say this, you're, you, you start, uh, you know, and you I, know, physically I change. What happens when you change? What are you thinking inside when that happens? Uh, is that, she'll bring up, you know, uh, recently it's been, well, how do I say this? I think we found a resolution, but forever bringing up money problems with me is I'm just, I don't want to talk about it. I don't right. nothing. And yeah, it's bad. It's bad for both of us. I, I literally just, I just want to run like, no, anything else. Why we were, I started thinking we were, we were having a nice evening five seconds ago. Yeah. And then you brought this up and now, ah, now it's going to change everything. And, and why did we just, why can we just keep putting it off? How does she react to when you don't react well to it? <laughs> Frustration. And that's the thing is see. If your root belief is that you're a bad person because you don't have enough money or you're a bad person because of whatever it is that your wife is bringing up, yeah. then you get the very defensive. And it's yeah. understandable that you get defensive. And, of course, there are times in life when you're attacked and you must defend yourself. But for the most part, the, yeah, the most are... part, you're t- you're, it's, you, it's you and me confirming our own negative views of ourselves. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and I'm just like you too with the uh, that I, I, that's why I procrastinate with things, mm-hmm. put it off, mm-hmm. do the easier ones like yeah. you were saying a couple minutes ago. I, I I totally agree. Yeah, one of the other things on this is which you've already kind of mentioned is uh, a thing to avoid to uh, to get rid of the energy suck is social media. Put it off. Yes, just put it off. And it's more problematic with someone like me. And I, yes, it's impressive that I use the word problematic. <laughs> you can't, you can't get away from it with me with the language. Um, when it's a bigger challenge, it's like when people are have you know are trying to lose weight or they have weight issues, or whatever the thing is. It's so impossible on some levels because you have to eat. You know, so it's the same thing with me with social media. I have to kind of promote my shows. And so it makes it very, very difficult with what I have to not get sucked into all these vortexes, which I have been for years. I'm starting to avoid like I I muted three or four people yesterday that I would have just continued having a conversation with. And all, and just, uh, uh, now are these, uh, well-known people or no, just, no, no, these are like people just come, they're trolls who come in from nowhere. I used to block, but now I just mute cause it's really better if you can. Yeah. And, um, so I know, I know it's like, uh, I know how that feels. I know how that feels. It's like, uh, you, you're, you're Twitter is an OCD nightmare because Twitter is uh, the obs- you have obsessions, then you have compulsions. So, like, the obsession part is, uh, I, I was doing this on stage last night, the obsession part is you get these intrusive thoughts, and I didn't realize this, I look, looked up the symptoms. I mean, it's classic symptoms. You get intrusive thoughts, it's, and they're thoughts that you should just let pass through your brain, but you start to worry. So, like, I go, you know, like, I, until recently... I thought there was a 50-50 chance I could be the Golden State Killer, you know? Maybe I forgot it. Maybe I blocked it out. Because I used to play a comedy club in Sacramento, in Citrus Heights, right near where that guy lived. Uh-huh. Maybe I, I was helping him, and I blocked it out. <laughs> uh, but, of course, I knew that I wasn't killing on stage, so they, I wasn't going to be. <laughs> so that's, that's what, uh, or the other thing is, would be the classic thing because I'm going to talk about this in the speech too is that uh, you know I have terrible OCD and it, it, it bothers you know I think I may have hit somebody in the car that's how it started in my 20s I thought that I might have hit something in my car but didn't know I hit it so I had to go around the block and uh, and check to see and when I went to get help at the free clinic Many, many years ago, they didn't know as much about OCD. And the woman actually said, I'm going to have to speak to my supervisor. So I really did think it was such a crazy thing. But I can't believe it's one of the main it's one of the main symptoms of the of the compulsion side. So uh, the compulsion is that you're trying to you you start to worry that it's, it's all messed up. So you have to fix it and you fix it by going around the block. But that started not to work because 
I started to think, what if I hit someone, and then now, and then I'm going around the block, but meanwhile, they're crawling off into the bushes, ready to die or call the cops. So what am I going to get out of the car and look in the bushes? So sometimes I could stop it, but, but it was, uh, it was uh, uh, very hard. But as OCD as I have been, I have never worried that I took my penis out in front of somebody who didn't want to see it. <laughs> I have never, I have in never had, Saturn. no, never had a Louis C.K. moment. Well, I never said, oh, did I do that? Did I masturbate in front of somebody who didn't? And when we talk about masturbating in front of people who, who don't want to see it, I think of Horace and Pete. <laughs> now, interestingly, though, or non-interestingly, <laughs> the uh, OCD I have, mm-hmm. we work this way. What if my penis is out because I forgot to put my pants on, right? And so that, and so like, you know, then I go outside. I'm, I'm afraid to look, and I'm, you know, I see a woman. I go, "Can you see my penis?" Oh no! Then she takes it the wrong way. All of a sudden, I'm the bad guy, and that's kind of what I'm worried with this Me Too movement. Are you telling me I can't if I drop a quarter down someone's bra, I can't go diving for that quarter? That's it's your, it's your quarter. I'm the wrong. I'm wrong now. Oh, that's bad. That's wrong. I'm the bad guy. But I, I do, and then because of OCD, I, I have been, like in my act, I apologized to all the women in my 20s. I apologized to you for my wanted advances. These were, these were consensual, just awful, awful sex. And there's nothing I can do about it. And I had every problem in my 20s. Quick on the trigger. Can't get the trigger loaded. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I weep for the people I've hurt unintentionally. But now, I'm, you know, if you slept with me now. <laughs> that's your fault. That's, yeah, that's your fault. That's your call. Oh, oh my goodness. Um, I think, I don't know. I think we nailed it there. We should, uh, where's the time here? How much am I, I think we're good. We taking? Yeah. Oh um, boy, you know what though? The time has flown. Yeah. What's the longest podcast you've done? Uh, probably like an hour 20. Wow. I bet I was, I bet, you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And the reason why it I, may have been you. the reason why there's the long podcast with me is because, uh, not everything I say is funny. Not every second thing I say is funny. One out of 10 things I say is hilarious. So I got to keep them pumping out. Boom, boom, boom. Ba bang, bang, bang. No, this is now we're going to take the thought spiral break. We're going to go smoke weed. Then we're going to come back. Ah. And we're going to do th- part two. Oh my God. For another hour and a half. I, I have been jonesing. I am so spoiled by by legal pot. I live in Los Angeles. Andy, do you know that uh, when Josh, I don't, I, I doubt he uh, shared this with you when he got back to Los Angeles, but I bitched to him about you in whenever he was here uh, earlier this year. Because on the podcast, because of you doing that, going, oh, well, I was in the store and I got to take this and this and this and I tried this and I'm, I might be spending too much money. You know what? People that listen here in uh, Minnesota, yeah, we, we still eat your to- heart out. You got to go see a guy named Lenny yeah. in an alley next to Sex World. Yeah. And he gives you not a that bad. Not yeah. that bad. <laughs> well, that's the thing. When I used to buy before pot was legal, when I used to buy pot. Uh, I would buy like a, a pound because I'd be afraid of losing my connection. You know, like what if I lose my connection? Where am I? I used to go to the schoolyard to buy uh, weed. I can't go to the schoolyard at my age. <laughs> hey, kids, is anybody holding? <laughs> so I have been so. So when I got up here, I was like, "What the hell, Minneapolis? Let's let's get this thing going, baby." Yeah, it is real. It is really great. And I'm sorry that you have to hear me, but the other part of me says, "Eat your heart out." Eat your you know heart what I'm saying? Out. Like the, these people are. They call them flowers too. What flowers, flowers would you like? Oh, those are the buds. Oh, and then I've tried everything. I got the nice pot lip balm. I have a lovely eye pot eye wash. I have a, a, a gar- I gargle with a pot scope. <laughs> Do you have a talcum? I have a. T- <laughs> when my crotch gets high, it's like a tingly feeling. My crotch gets hungry. Is that odd? <laughs> God. I don't want to know for what. I really made myself sick there. But the other thing is, beyond making you feel bad about it because you can't have it, uh, I'm I'm trying 
every different strain to see. Like, I don't like indica. Okay. It makes me sleepy. So I like the sativa. But then there's also tinctures. Then they also have vape. Yeah. Oh, the vape pens. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty good. But the reason why I was hiding it from my wife, because I didn't want my, first of all, thank God it's cash only still. So I could just take the money out of the bank. Because my wife, she doesn't want to see them spending 200 a week. On uh, on. Uh, Wait a minute! It's not cash only. It is cash only. In yeah. California. Yep. They. Oh. Yeah. I think you can use your. I think you can use your debit card. Yeah. But you can't use a credit card. Oh, okay. Because I. Okay. Because we visited uh, Denver in the last year, mm-hmm. and I was surprised. I thought for sure it was cash only, but it was. Did not. you use your debit card or credit card? Oh no, I don't remember. One of them. It was a card. Because when I was in Colorado, because as soon as, I've been everywhere where it's legal, because I I will book a gig. I don't care if it's a twelve dollar gig. I'm going there. I had the time of my life. I was in Washington, and then I had gigs in Oregon or Oregon. They both are legal. Either it's one. like hello, everybody. <laughs> so um, so I did get a little carried away with it, and we are. Our house is in foreclosure, but man, do I have some good cookies. Yeah, you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at the timer. You know what? I I, I want to bring up one more thing. And this sure, might, sure. And this, uh, no, this isn't going to set you off because I'm going to skip that. No, we're good. Oh, why? Okay. Um, so one of my other jobs, besides painting, and blah, 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 I, uh, I sell beers at some of the stadiums around town. I've been doing that for over 20 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. We you do. are – I'm very uh, – I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm very impressed by the jobs that you do because I think those are normally considered very hard jobs. Painting is a hard job, and uh, and so do you enjoy the, the – do you enjoy the ball game ones, or is it also hard? Both. Yeah. 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 The money can be really good, though, because it's commission-based. So wow. Really I knew that. Sometimes I knew- it's not good. Sometimes a real grind, and sometimes you hate being there, but – it can also be really, really good. I realize now when I was a kid, that's why they were all, I haven't been to a park recently, but that's why they were all so like, come on, beer here, peanuts. Oh, yeah. If it wasn't commission, you would sit there and watch the game. Yeah. yeah. Why would you encourage anyone? Uh-huh. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'd probably crack one open, at least try to. Uh, so you had a question, though, about that. Well, no, I, I, <laughs> I just want your opinion on something. Okay. We, I, I had uh, every year they make us come back and give, kind of do like a fill out paperwork again, go over the new policies at all these stadiums I work, you know, whether it's the Viking Stadium, Twins, uh, we're the Minnesota Wild, uh, the hockey team. I just had to go. Minnesota Wild. <laughs> what a, that's a joke name, right? <laughs> Sounds like I'm making it. fun of your hockey team. You okay. should. It's mm-hmm. a ridiculous name. Okay. A wild is not a thing. No. Uh, so I had to go. I have the here, right here. 2018 Skoll Service. They call it Skoll Service. Team member playbook. How do you spell Skoll? S-K-O-L. It's a whole oh, sort okay. of Vikings. Yeah. It's an acronym, an anagram. Yes, I don't know. But anyway, so I'm sitting here. We had to go through hours. It's a whole day's worth of going through this one book, basically. You mean like a training session? Yes. Like a training session? Like a training session. You get paid. It's not awful. Right. Here's one of the policies they wanted to, to let us know about uh, uh, at U.S. Bank Stadium. That's where the Vikings play. We just had the Super Bowl. Most yeah, Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Service animals. This is about service animals. Now, first of all, Andy, what are your thoughts on service animals? I believe in service animals, Greatly, but I and and they're very important. But I do think that some people are like when they go on planes or you know taking advantage of it. What kind of have you seen anything other than a dog? No. So I'm even what I'm even saying doesn't make sense because I haven't seen people taking advantage of it. Yeah, I've heard that they. I do. mean, we all heard that story. The lady had the guinea pig or the gerbil or whatever it was oh, on the airplane, right. and they fl- flushed it supposedly a years to happen. What? Or yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, because it was like a rodent? Yeah. And they said either either you leave the plane and get rid of it or do it right now. And she, they, they convinced a lady to go in the toilet and flush down her. That wasn't good publicity for the airline, no. was it? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Fly fly our new airline and fl- and every everybody who flies gets to flush a pet down the toilet. <laughs> Do not put anything in the toilet. And you, know, you ever see those toilets? They always have these. They have a, a big sign of what you shouldn't throw right. in there. Yeah. And it's always like, don't throw a razor blade in there. Don't throw a a, a large cup. Right. But gerbils are okay. They didn't listen. They're not that. gerbils. That's a different story. <laughs> so here's what it says for the service animals for my job for uh, people that are attending events at U.S. Bank Stadium. 
Certified service animals or service animals in training for guests with disabilities are welcome at the stadium. All service animals must remain on a leash or in a harness at all times. Only dogs and small blank are permitted. No other animals are allowed into the stadium. Andy, only dogs and small what? Well, it can't be cats. It's not cats. Because you can't bring a cat anywhere. Nope. I hosted a show where I interviewed celebrities and their pets, and they ended up being mostly dogs, except I interviewed Slash and his snake. <laughs> what? Yeah, this is a show called uh, The Pet Shop with Andy Kindler, briefly on 39 episodes on the animal planet. So, let's see. You say dog? Dogs and small What? Oh, my God. I really don't know, but should I know? No. You Can you give know. me a clue? Uh, Kentucky Derby. Small horses. Small You know, po- I was going to say pony. I was going to say small, small pony. pony. Small ponies. I, you know, why can't I go with my instincts? Because as I know, we both watch The Real Housewives of all the various areas. Oh, God. And on one of those, uh, the lady from, uh, the rich lady from Beverly Hills, she got that for her husband. A service uh, pony? Uh, no, 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 a small pony. Oh, okay. But they're pretty big. Yeah. Oh, my God. When I was a kid, I'd say, Mom, can you please get me a service pony? And we didn't even know what that meant. No. <laughs> so I'm, I've, I haven't worked an event at the stadium since I, we learned of this. Yes. Now that's all I want to see is somebody It's a show. small pony. Yes. Well, you know, you know Ray Romano, of course. Ray Romano told me when he was a kid, uh, he used to – when I was a kid, the U.S. Open used to be at – Forest Hills. It was a long, like, I'm talking about before you were born. It was in Forest Hills. Okay. And Ray used to live near there. He said him and his friends would break, sneak into the stadium, and sell things, beverages. Oh, brilliant. Isn't that amazing? Brilliant. <laughs> I could never have done that. I didn't have those kind of balls. Under- I did. I was a thief for a couple of months as a kid. I was. I. 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 I, I I stole from the candy store like every day or something like that. And one day the lady goes, what are you taking today, Andy? No. Oh, and, no. <laughs> and I had to go back with my mom and apologize. And you know what I learned from that? Maybe I shouldn't steal. No. <laughs> no. I, every kid, I think, I haven't caught my kids, but I feel like every kid goes through, like they shoplift at least something, right? Well, my brother took, my brother took like goldfish... And then there were uh, he had more the crackers or the animal the animals and then then there were more the next day and so they had babies what? I mean he really lied <laughs> but it was it was a, I used to smoke cigarettes when I was a little kid too I mean I did everything that I mean not a lot and I was fascinated probably till I was twelve thirteen fourteen with firecrackers I used to dream about firecrackers black cat how was the Fourth of July at the Kindler House this year. It was really, uh, I've decided until Trump is impeached or leaves on his own accord, I'm not celebrating. I'm not as excited about patriotic things anymore. (laughs) All of a sudden, my patriotism has taken a dip. I've never really liked the 4th of July. Do you like when uh, there's a thing that people... I like fireworks, though. Sorry. Do you, uh, what do you think about when people say, America... Instead of America, the little America. I don't think they do. I think it's the people making fun of people who have accents that say that. That's what I, and that's what I'm asking you. What yeah. do you think of those people making fun of the people that don't actually say that, but we think that they say that? Well, you know, here's the thing. It's like you can take any thing that you hate and turn it into a stereotype, and I think it's always dangerous because, like. Uh, the South, there are many wonderful non-racist people in the South. So, and if you make fun of someone for their uh, accent or, you know, like because uh, they have a drawl, then I start to think it gets into some kind of prejudice, really. Um, and the other thing with, with – I feel about America the same way I feel about Drumpf. I never liked it to begin with, or I don't, didn't. I mean, I never saw. I never saw the original drum. John Oliver. Yeah, so. John Oliver. And oh. I, so, so to me, it's like when people still use it a year after it. It's like I, I can't. Now I've come up with my own. Uh, I call him Orange Hitler. Is one of them. Uh, Benito Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Don Mussolini. <laughs> but that's yeah. why I have this orange case on my Etch-a-Sketch, also known as an iPad. Why is that? 
for the orange Hitler. Oh, for orange Hitler. Yeah. I love to. I love to, and I'm sure it's really affecting the future of the country. My uh, uh, heckling him. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I predict it's forever trending. Now, Justin, you have to. Uh, you have to mark my words. I think he will be, and I've been wrong so many times that I shouldn't make predictions. I think he's going to be gone by by the first of September of two thousand and eighteen this year. Okay, because it's starting to come out faster and faster. When you start to see where his money is from, uh, forget it. It's going to be uh, Katie bar the door. Then you're going to have to say Pence. And then you're going to be depressed again. Mm -hmm. But I really have a feeling it's going to go because he's out of control. And I think he would resign before he would quit, before he would be impeached. Is this will this bit of audio of you predicting this go down in history, much like your uh, root of all evil thing about Trump University? Oh, and that brings me unending joy. And I'm glad you said that. I'm going to post it again. I post it every week. I called. Uh, I'm friends with the. I'm not bragging, but I knew the president of Comedy Central, Kent, and he. I went to him directly and said, because there's a lot of things with the rights of it. Uh, it's a whole confusing thing. It's never. It's come out on DVD, but you don't see clips of it. Okay. So he got he got the actual clip. And uh, it's 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 prescient, prescient, prescient. It's back that in too? two. It's back in two thousand eight, and I'm making fun of Trump University. And yeah, and making fun of the. Th- I, I I back then I did every thing I, I did everything I could to avoid Trump because I hated everything. I just I already had an opinion that I hated the guy just from right. the Apprentice and his stupid books and his mouth and everything. I just hated him. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't I didn't see that lot in new in 2008. Yeah, but you were nailed. You nailed it then clearly. And it's the same now. His big, 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 big. And I've know, I've I've always big, 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 great, great, great. I've always hated him. And my dad, I mean, I've done this in my act that my dad, he was a client. My dad was a plumbing and heating contractor. And Trump was one of his clients. And he, he, he couldn't work with him after a while because he, does, he doesn't pay. Wow. He's like, it's horrible. And so the joke I said was, uh, you know, the good news is that my dad died in January of 2015 and didn't have to see him become president. Too soon? <laughs> and then when the crowd groans, I say... My dad would have wanted me to do weak material about his passing. <laughs> it all comes back to me, right? What is that hat? What do you have on your hat there? Uh, this is a uh, STP. This is for the St. Paul Saints. This- now, this is interesting because I get a lot of uh, flack from uh, J- uh, Josh Elvis Weinstein yeah. on the Thought Spiral show because w- he knows a lot of my... Uh, idiosyncrasies. So when I start talking about something that people can't see at home, uh, he, there's a limited amount of time he's going to allow me to do that. Right, right. They're like, oh, look at that. What are you doing out there on your terrace? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I haven't seen your dogs act like this before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it never works. <laughs> the other thing I'm terrible at is if I hear any kind of creaking in the house, what's that? What do you think it is? It's an old house, Andy. So a lot of times... Josh, he he runs a tight ship over there. But you know the problem is that he has to edit it. I was just going to say, I someday I hope he releases a uh, the all the edits. That's an episode in and of themselves. All the edits or the director's cut? Which one would be better? Oh, let's go director's cut. Okay, yeah, he, he everything. Won't, but he does. Uh, I think he, there's a lot of joy that he has in uh, removing. Parts of what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sure. I wanted to point out one more thing about the uh, that root of all evil episode from back in 2008, and that is that you were arguing against Greg Giraldo on that episode. I know. Like, Every ooh. time it makes me almost cry when I, I see that. So good. So good. Uh, but you refer to him. <laughs> poor man's poor George man's George Lopez, <laughs> and. You know, we. I had. I mean, there's no better person to do a thing with, which was the saddest thing was that I fell in love with him so fast from the root of all evil, and then on uh, what was the show, uh, the the comedy show? What's it called? 
Not America's Got Talent, the other one. Oh, last Comic Standing. Yeah, last Comic well, I was a judge with him judging, yeah. on the same year, right? The oh, year that that's he right. You did it And he passed him. away that year, but yes. it's like, I, I, I just fell in love with him. He, he was an amazing man, just so funny, so sincere, and so real. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, he was, he was great. He was absolutely great. Now, we're not going to close on, on death, are no, we? we are, <laughs> no, no, we're not. We are going to close on... That you recorded episode sixty three of your podcast, right on, on Monday, and that people should look forward. Yes, yeah, they should next lo- week. They should look forward to that. We just released something today. I don't understand when they drop. Oh, I thought they dropped on Monday, but be- this is again. I am not. I need to. There's a lesson for me. I need to be more involved in my own career, and uh, you know, I like that Josh wants to answer every letter. No, he doesn't really. But now I'm starting to answer letters as I start to clear my brain and figure out how to organize things. Uh, I'm more in the world, so we get a lot of letters from people. Yeah, and we had a, we had a, a live show in uh, L.A. and we had two people, one from Miami. And one from Austin travel for the show. What? Yeah. And it's so weird. It's like all the time I was talking to them, I was like after the show, I was like feeling guilty because I was like, this can't be enough for them to go to L.A. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how much you disregard your own worth. You're not you're here uh, for something else. I mean, you just threw this in no, as an they, afterthought. And they said, nope, just for this. Oh, uh, God. Uh, I wish I was better. But you're, but you're independently wealthy, so it's not a big deal to take this trip. No, that's what they all say. No, I mean, they were, I don't know where, if they got cheapy tickets or whatever those things are called. Cheapo. I don't want to buy it for anything as cheapo or uh, everything must go airlines. (laughs) Andy? This was wonderful. Thank you. You were wonderful. Oh, oh don't oh. touch me. <laughs> yeah. Get your hand off my knee. That's not my That's knee. That's not your knee. That's not my popcorn. Hey. Well, I hope to see you soon. Me, me too. And continued success, sir. Good luck with the speech writing. You got it. And oh. I look forward to some random website posting the audio in a week or two. You used. To, I thought it would come out on the same day. Sometime. No, not this. Po- I'm oh. talking about the audio of. Your when is address. yours coming out? This, today. Oh, beautiful yeah. baby! Don't let any grass grow under the feet. No. If it came out two weeks from today, you go. Hey, and if you get a chance to get a time machine, go back and see Andy live at the club. Yeah, yeah. I mean, assuming there are tickets left. Yeah, this is going to get them, them sold. Is the idea. yes? Yeah. And the SoundCloud is where it will come out probably. Every year they put it out on SoundCloud or they put it out. Last year, Vulture Magazine put the Vulture, audio. That's where I listened to it last yeah. year. Yeah. You'll never see a video of it. I mean, because look at me now and then think of me in a convention room. Do you really need it? <laughs> look at me now. Look at me now. <laughs> look at me now. Look at me now. Thank you, Andy. Good night.